Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you again today. My dad first brought this sermon to the pulpit on April 13th, 1980. And it was based on the scripture from the book of Luke, the ninth chapter, the 37th and 38th verse. And it said, And the next day, when they came down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. And behold, a man from the crowd cried, Teacher, I beg you to look upon my son, for he is my only child. And behold, the Spirit seizes him, and he suddenly cries out, and it convulses him, convulses him till he foams at the mouth and shatters him and will hardly leave him alone. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. So this day, my dad was talking about how life has its valleys. Easter makes my dad thinks, think of the happenings on the Mount of Transfigurations. And Easter was one of his mountaintop experiences. And my dad was always very happy around Easter. He was very busy, but he was also very happy. I mean, his heart was just filled with happiness and joy. And he cannot uh, help but feel that the power and the worth of the Lord when he looks out on a Sunday morning, on an Easter Sunday morning, and he sees every seat in the sanctuary filled and overflowing and standing room only at the back. And my dad always said that if you had to have a problem for a minister, having to have standing room at the back was always a good problem to have. But Let's review the story of the Mount of Transfiguration and how that really shows how life has its mountaintops and its valleys. So Jesus was near Philippi, and he had three disciples with him that he had asked to come with him, and they were Simon Peter, James, and John. And the three disciples had been climbing all day. And you have to remember that they were fishermen, and they weren't used to climbing mountains, and they were tired. And so when they reached the top of the mountain, they were too tired even to pray, and they fell asleep. And Jesus then prayed alone at that time. So while the three disciples slept, a change came over Jesus' face, and two men came down from heaven to talk with him. One was Moses, who had written down God's law, and the other was Elijah, who had spoken the words of God with Israel. And they talked of the coming death of Jesus. And Peter said, they should build three tabernacles for the three of them. And as Peter spoke, a cloud came over, and they became afraid. And a voice said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And Jesus came later to them and said, get up, do not be afraid. And so his disciples stood up and they looked around and they saw only Jesus. And now they truly believe that Jesus was the Son of God. So they came down from the mountain, and the three disciples, well, you can just imagine that they were excited about what they had heard. But Jesus told them, don't tell anyone about what happened up on the mountain. But when they got off the mountain, they found that there was a lot of work waiting for them, and so they did not tell a lot of people. So every Easter Sunday is a mountaintop experience. Now, I've always find my, found my dad would come down to the valley 
you know, where you plant and you cultivate those things that one needs to live. And always filling our hearts with joy. But this Sunday, it teaches a minister that one should thank God for mountaintop experiences. So Christ and his three disciples left for the mountain of transfiguration and then started back. And the other nine disciples were surrounded by crowds that obviously were questioning them and providing so many problems. So none of them had time to ask about what went on, what went on back at the top of the mountain. And when Jesus hears about the man whose only son had spells, that he falls down sometimes, and sometimes he's fallen into fire and water, and how his disciples could not heal him. Well, Jesus was greatly disappointed. So Jesus then talked about a faithless generation. How long am I going to be with you? So Jesus said, bring your child to me. And they brought him. And while they were bringing him, the boy had another attack. And he fell to the ground and he foamed at the mouth. And Jesus asked, how long has your son been this way? And the father had answered that it was ever since he was a small boy. So it was clear the father did not have faith in the Lord and his power to help the child. And he said, if you could believe. And the father said, oh, Lord, I do believe. Please help me not doubt. And the spirit came out and left him forever. And the boy lay quiet. Matter of fact, he was so quiet, people were saying that, that, well, now he's dead. And just then he stood and he went to his father. And the father was greatly pleased. And soon the disciples were alone with Jesus. And they asked, why were we not able to heal the boy? And Jesus told them it was because they needed to have more faith. You cannot help people unless you live a life of prayer. Now, my dad loved every Easter. And he said, okay, you know, for the service, for the music, the people, you know, and hopefully his sermon would be a highlight also. But when he got back after Easter to the valley, he found that the everyday problems... But it is the people that come and give life to the church, life with all the problems, and those who need to have the seed of the Lord planted in their lives. And he said on this day in 1980, he knew the attendance would be down on this Sunday after Easter. He said he knew, and this was, going, this was his last church, and he was headed toward his retirement. And he was the minister of the visitation at this church. But he found himself like Simon Peter, James, and John. And, and I have to want to hear what happened last week. But now he's basically saying that you have to start all over again. So it's really the resting up from the mountaintop experience. And then in the fixing of the equipment and the preparation for the next climb. And in, in our church, in most churches, the next climb is Christmas. So we're at the mountaintop at Christmas and we're at the mountaintop at Easter. But we spend most of our time, most of our time, in working those seeds that we have planted for the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. 
Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank you.